It is. It is. It is. Once again, the Saturday Coffee Clutch with Heather Lofthouse, who is the executive director of Inequality Media Civic Action, and my former student. Hello, Heather. Hi, and you need no introduction. Well, I do. Why don't you introduce me for a change, hey? Oh, well, hello, and welcome to the Coffee Clutch. Heather here with Robert Uh, Rice, former Secretary of Labor, professor, author of uh, 19 book, 17. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're talking, what we do, if you are just joining our clutch for the first time, we look at the lowlights and the highlights of the week, but there have not been many highlights of any of these weeks. We try to find some. We try to find some. We end with, usually we end with a highlight. Yeah. Uh, But Heather, this week, uh, Uh. this week was the arrest, the arraignment, which, hello, in my book is an arrest of the former president of the United States. I know. Heather. United States v. Donald J. Trump. This is a big, big deal. I I lived through Richard Nixon, and he was never arrested. Right, but I mean, And we never had a a president arrested, actually arrested. And his trial, he will go to trial. Yep, arraignment, all these words. And this is one of the four, uh, actually one of the four likely trials he's going to be having. Some of them before the election in which he is participating. Uh, You know, we take for granted so much that is happening because we hear about it every day and people are talking about it. But pause for a moment. I mean, this is extraordinary. I know. It's otherworldly. I can't. I still can't believe it. Now, did it happen as you thought it would happen, the arraignment in the Tuesday afternoon? Well, I was, I was worried about violence because Trump, once again, you know, on, he did it on social, his, his truth social. Isn't that a great ironic yeah, truth social? social. Uh, he's, it's, it's not truth. It's lies, antisocial. But he did it on his lies, antisocial uh, uh, platform. And he, he did say, he didn't say, you know, it's going to be wild, come to Miami. But it, it was almost an invasion like come to Washington yeah. on January 6th. Um, so, and there was a lot of discussion in right-wing circles about the possibility of coming to Miami, but it's the dog that didn't bark. Yeah. Uh, it's the God. Sherlock Holmes story. And I think that that's very indicative. Why did it not bark? Why was there no violence? I think, first of all, the Department of Justice has done a fabulous job in terms of arresting and in many cases convicting uh, many of the people who did uh, attack the United States Capitol on January 6th. And also, I think Trump has lost some of his, well, some of his fervor, mm-hmm. some of the, some of the, uh, shall we say, um, people who are off their rockers. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say that as one of the reasons. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's it's not as compelling as it once was. Not to the people who are uh, the, 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 the hardcore mm-hmm. followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, now maybe, you know, let's not talk too soon. It may right. be that there is going to be some violence, but it does strike me that the wheels of justice did move and we ought to be thankful. I wrote about this this week and mm-hmm. say in the Substack, we ought to be thankful to all of the people from Jack Smith, from Merrick Garland on down, um, all of, I mean, the U.S. Marshals and the Capitol Police and the yep. others, I mean, everyone, even the police in Miami, who have very quietly, courageously done their jobs mm-hmm. to make sure that the wheels of justice do work. That's it. And then he moved on from that and made it a campaign event. Well, he does. I mean, he wants to bring in a lot of money. 
um, about another $6 million. Mm. Now, it sounds like a lot, but when you compare that to some of the money that has been coming into some of the presidential campaigns, $6 million in small donations is not really a gigantic right. amount. Right. And is it really small donations? Because remember when DeSantis came out with his whatever it was, $8 million after he botched the announcement on Twitter, it turned out a bunch of those were high net worth people who were already coming in for his event. What's well, a good question. We may not know. Yeah. Uh, but certainly there were a lot of people who were revved into making some donation. Right. And uh, the grifter in chief, uh, well, he knows that that's right. part of the package. So he he does want people to be riled up for that reason and also for the reason that he riles people up. Right. So it's a kind of a twofer. But he's not, you know, it, it's interesting, Heather. Um, and I, I don't know if you watched Trump afterwards. Um, when he went back to Mar-a-Lago, uh, he was very restrained, uh, almost depressed. I mean, I don't want to read too much into Trump's behavior because mm-hmm. right. he's... He's really a little bit wacko. Right, right. But also performative. And he's performative. I mean, but he did seem, for somebody who is living off the money coming in mm -hmm. from his, you know, whipping people up and and whose campaign depends upon whipping the base up, uh, he, he he was subdued. Well, is he being held accountable for the first time, as we're all asking? Maybe. I mean, certainly really being, that come to being Jesus, arrested. I, I mean, the people around him are saying to him, hey, you may go to prison. Right. Uh, that is enough to subdue somebody. And then he somebody. fires them because he doesn't want to hear that. Well, I mean, I mean, we have to consider the possibility of somebody becoming elected president who is in prison. No, I know. We've talked about this. Is I can't. I, I mean, it, it is. I don't think it's likely. Good. But, I'd like to hear you say that. But I think there's a 20% probability, which like is not that. negligible, right. that we could have somebody. And then, of course, the, his first act as president uh, would be to pardon himself. Mm. But he would be in jail. This is, in, I can't even begin to think about it. Now, what is, so he's been, I mean, he immediately goes after Biden for all this, right? Well, he does. He and all his cronies are he does. got on the same page. And he actually, I mean, it's, it's interesting when he goes after um, Biden. I mean, he, he goes after Biden in a way that is really only kind of a Trump way of doing it. He says, essentially, he's going to appoint his own special prosecutor. Right. Uh, he's, he's going to um, uh, go after the criminal family of Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah, the crime family. The crime family. I mean, he's, you know, what, what Trump's MO has always been is to invert reality mm-hmm. uh, and impose uh, what he does and has done on the, his opponents. Uh, but And this is not going to work. But what if he, I mean, perish the thought, actually becomes elected uh, and then takes over the Justice Department? Mm. Here's where I was, I was going. I mean, I joined the Justice Department as a kind of rookie lawyer in 1974, October of 1974, Way before I was going to say, you were no, a twinkle a in anybody's eyes, and uh, that is a time when the Justice Department was just beginning to recover from the crisis of the
to do even more of this yeah. uh, makes me think that maybe Sam Irvin's idea was correct. Ooh, interesting. I mean, maybe if the Democrats or or, or reasonable people, I don't care, they could be Republicans. It, 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 you know, if they if they got together and they said in Congress and the president, look, we've got to make the Justice right. Department an independent agency. Right. Well, that now I maybe it may be necessary to restore people's faith. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because is it necessary if, you know, let's play it out. Biden wins again. He lives to be 190 in this dream. Great. That's amazing. But really, do we still and need to? At right. the age but do we still need that? Do we still need that an independent DOJ? Yes, because there could be more Trumps, and yes, and because it's restoring faith. And because there will be continuous charges of partisanship. I mean, regardless of who is in the White House, I mean, as long as you have what looks on paper as a kind of, uh, you know, a chain of command, mm-hmm. you know, the president is on the top, and then the attorney general, and then even if there was a special prosecutor, it looks as if a chain of command is corruptible right. or can be made partisan. And that's exactly what the Republicans in Congress are doing right now. Right, right. I mean, they're accusing... Uh, they're accusing Biden and uh, and everybody, Merrick Garland and, and Jack Smith, of, of doing all of this kind of partisanship, right. which is absurd. Right. And then you saw, of course, that Bogart and Gosar and Getz got together. Yes, the Bogart, Bogart. Yeah, exactly. It sounds got, like a law firm. Bogart, Gobart, and Getz. Hello, Bogart, Getz, and Gosar, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I do, but they had this fake hearing or celebration or honorary Ode session. Yeah, to all the people who were in jail as a result of January 6th. That happened this week. I mean, it really is. Well, they've taken, I mean, they also stopped Congress. They stopped the House from doing any business. Uh, I mean, Kevin McCarthy made a deal with the devil. I mean, it was a, a Faustian bargain to become Speaker. And now, how does he control these right wing nut jobs, wackos? I mean, it's, it's, how do you describe them? I know. Exceptional. Uh, and, and, they, and they continue, but they continue to act out. Uh, they, they're they're not only holding these fake hearings. Um, they're they're proposing expand, making it easier to get firearms. A federal law making it easier to get firearms. Uh, they're they're making. Uh, it's, it's almost a caricature of it. Well, they, they they want to they're bringing charges against. Uh, certain members of Congress, certain Democrats, who were like Adam Schiff, um, you know that that didn't fly, but right. it could have. Right. I mean, twenty Republicans joined Democrats to shoot it down. Yeah. Uh, but thank goodness for those twenty Republicans. Mm. So, okay, what is going to happen in twenty twenty four? What's interesting is new people. I don't know if it's interesting. New Republicans keep saying, you know, step right up. Who's who's going to run? Anyone well, else? The people like Doug Burgum. Now, tell me, Doug Burgum is. Do you know I Doug mean, Burgum? I have been following his. A, a household name for and, decades. And now uh, Francis Suarez, the mayor of Miami. Yeah, people are getting in early. So what's, I mean... Well, it's interesting. Uh, this is what happens when the parties, the mm-hmm. political parties, no longer have the power they used to have to basically decide who the nominees were going to be, or at least sort through the nominees, at least uh, you know prioritize the nominees. Uh, now the political parties have almost no power at all, and anybody can decide they are going to be a nominee. In right. fact, Heather, can I no, use this opportunity? No, stop it. Uh, really, why not? <laughs> you would never. No, I would never. But 
But it would be fun to do on the clock if you do do it. But, but next week. Okay. But, but here's the thing. This is a career move. It's easy to declare yourself a nominee. Why not? I mean, right. you can do it in the morning, in the afternoon. Uh, you do it if you have access to a microphone, and everybody has access to a microphone. If you are a mayor of, a, you know, Miami, or if you're a, a what is, what is Berkham? He's the... Wasn't he governor? He's Northern governor Dakota? of North Dakota. I don't know, something uh, North, North Dakota. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, so but it's a career move, and, and you can get money, and you can attract attention, and you can then maybe be a CNN commentator. Well, so I'm all for people. Afterwards, after you lose. Right, after you lose. I, but I'm all for people who, you know, we need more new, different people in. We don't need all the old incumbents, duh. But at this, where everyone feels that they, you know, have a right to just hop in. And then, and you, like you say, they're going to get some more Instagram followers. You know, maybe they'll have a little consulting on the side. But do you see the relationship? Uh, if you allow everybody in, right. then who are you left with who is standing up? Uh, that people recognize yeah. the, the old farts, if you excuse yeah. the expression. Well, standing up, I hope. I mean, barely standing up. I mean, uh, by the way, happy birthday to Donald oh, Trump. I forgot. This past week, 77 years old. Oh, Talk old. about old. Old. Did he get a special ARP card? I, 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 so. I think he got one of those gold, you know, yeah. that glows in the dark. I mean, he's older than I am, isn't he? He's almost I as old. He's, I mean, yeah. in percentage terms, the percentage between them is, is almost infinitesimal. Yeah. small. I mean, you got two really, really old guys. Oh. And, um, yeah, that's the more people get in, uh, the more the easier it is for the people who are very established, yeah. the oldest. Uh, to uh, become the dominant voices. So what you need, I think, ultimately, is a party that is strong enough to do some weeding, some culling, uh, but not so overpowering that yeah. they destroy the dem democratic process. And one or two of these will be in the running as a VP, right? A VP? Yes, that's, that's another reason Likely. that some of them are going in, uh, because they'd like to be in the door cabinet. Right. You know, people actually want to be in the cabinet. Isn't that amazing? Wow. You get a great chair. <laughs> you get a cabinet chair afterwards. So is there anything positive? I mean, there's been some neat Democratic cool things happening in Minnesota. Is there, Are you watching? Are you reading? Is there any? Can we move on to, is to something too positive? Much to ask? Po positive. Too much to ask. Yes. Actually, uh, some great things are happening at certain states. Minnesota is one of them. Uh, and there are some great stories out there about what uh, is happening. We tend to focus on what the Republican states are doing, we tend not to talk about yeah. um, the the Minnesotas or the or California, yeah. uh, but they are getting way out. I mean, the Democratic states that have a trifecta mm -hmm. where they have the Democratic governor and a Democratic legislature, both houses, right. uh, you've got the extraordinary things being done. Right, and we do have to fear the GOP majorities, but I was just reading Minnesota. And Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin had conservative GOP majorities, despite Obama winning each twice. And but as of August one, none of them. And they have trifecta, Democratic trifectas. Yeah. And once you get a Democratic, it, when when you have a Republican trifecta, you know they they're moving as fast as they can to the extreme oh, it's right. Terrifying. And the and the Democratic yeah. trifectas are moving. Yeah. But I don't want to be accused of uh, of kind of me tooism or or. Or, or assuming that there is an equivalence That's a false between equivalency. the false equivalency wrong, because wrong, yeah. because it, they really are fundamentally different. 
uh, we're not going to have a civil war in this country, but we are going to have, and we are rapidly creating two fundamentally different Americas uh, governed in very, very different ways. Right. And we don't want to be oversimplistic. It's not state versus states, right? No, it is not. It's <laughs> it's it's Republican trifecta states right. versus Democratic trifecta states. Yeah. And that's yeah. the big difference. That's um, the difference. And, <laughs> and anything else positive? Yeah. Oh, here's another positive thing. And uh, Heather, you don't watch television, do you, very much? I do, but I'm so late to the party. I'm just, I'm on like season two of Succession. Don't tell me what happens, though. I, I will, right I will, but no. I'm not going to tell you right now. Okay, good. But I'm going to tell you that I just finished um, a fabulous, a fabulous, a fabulous <laughs> series yeah. that even the Trumpists that I know, and there aren't many, but even they love it. Oh, it's called Ted Lasso. Yes, of course. I haven't seen it, but I know all about it. I mean, it. people love it because it's such an upbeat, kind of almost corny upbeat. I mean, every it has every, um, every, every kind of corniness. Frank Capra. It mm-hmm. is Frank Capra. Mm-hmm. It's as if Frank Capra came back and said, "Okay, I've done It's a Wonderful Life, and right. now we're going right. to do It's a Wonderful Life again." Soccer edition in the form of overseas. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really uh, but it's, so that's neat. That it's, it's upbeat. It's you have to watch it. You oh, I be... promise. It's on the list. Yeah. Um, and it's in Richmond. I mean, I know all about it. But so, I mean, what? So this is good. TV can bring people together. Now, why is that? It's an American abroad. I mean, you've seen it. I haven't. Yes, it's well. I'm not going to give you the whole plot. No, don't. But the but the characters are great, and it's about a team. And the way he brings the team together. But is that the power of narrative to bring Americans together that's actually happening? Well, that's, who knows? I, like I mean, this. there's there's something there. Yeah. I mean, because I really was, in the, within the last week, I won't give the person away, but I was talking to a Trumper about Ted Lasso. And they were so excited. And I was excited. And we were actually excited together. It was wow. the first thing we ever agreed on. Wow. Yeah. This is okay. So has we anyone have, else seen Ted Lasso? Well, pour it in in the comments. Yeah. We want to know. Let us know. Let us know. This okay. has been uh, so we're ending on again, once again, on a positive note. I mean, it took uh, some thinking. Well, you we really had to, <laughs> we tried. You had to really push, Heather. Uh, Heather, you have a wonderful week. And you. And everybody out there, you have a very safe, great week and happy Juneteenth. Yes. And we will see you next Saturday for another Coffee Clutch.